Good morning, my name is Maya Melcher, and today you will hear the first episode of Four Kids by Kids, a podcast created by kids for kids. On today's episode, we will explore what slang kids are using and do they even know what they mean. We will also open up the game cabinet to see what's happening in the world of video games. But first, we'll tell you a little about who we are. Everyone here has a different story of how they got here. With more, here's Manny Munoz. Hi, good morning. My name is Manny Munoz. I'll be talking about the different ways that students end up in MS-247. This podcast is recorded in DLMS, also known as Door Language Middle School. This school encourages people to join their community in many ways. One of the most excited things about this school is how people got here. This piece will be focusing on the stories behind a few students. Here we have my story, how I became a student from Island 71, and how I became a whole different person from when I got here to MS-247 because the teacher in this school inspired me to make better choices in life. My experience in I-71 was horrible because I had to see my friends getting jumped because of drama was going on in school. Some of my friends ruined their life by selling drugs to other people. I was one of them. I regret it. Someone gave me a second chance because they saw I could do better in life. I'm very thankful for that second chance, and since I had that second chance, I decided to turn my life around. So now that I've finished with my story, let's hear from Friendly. Hi Friendly, can you tell us how you got to um, DLMS? Hi, um, I'm 12 years old, and I'm in in seventh grade. So my mom, she knew Ms. Rojas for um, a long time. And when I was in um, fifth grade, like my grades were getting a little low in the end. But then Ms. Rojas, since she was like working in the school, she helped me get it up. And she recommended me to come here in sixth grade because like I live downtown Manhattan, but she said it was like a good school and a great opportunity. And yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So tell us how you get here every day. I get up around 5.30 or something like that. And then I get ready and I go, I walk to the sixth train and then go one stop to Bleecker to take the B or D. And from the B I go to um, 81st Street and then I walk here. Or if the D comes, I take it to 59th Street and then I wait for the B there, cause the D is express. And then I walk like a whole block. So now we have Leo that will say his story. My name's Leo, I'm 12 and I'm in sixth grade. And basically before that, this I went to PS7. And (laughs) honestly, my life was pretty uneventful. So, I mean, there was some drama, but I don't wanna talk about that. Okay. So will you tell me how you get here every day and how um, the other school that you went before you came to DLMS, 
how it was and how this school is different from that. So um, for me, how I get to school is I take the train from 238th Street to 90, to 90 I mean 79th. I take the one and so yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I walk from there to school. And my old school, PS7, there was like one good teacher. So, but other than that, it was not really a good school at all. What does um, the elements has that the old school didn't have? Like, what is a big difference? Well, it's a, it's a definitely a bigger community. The kids are a lot nicer. Thank you for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carlos, thanks for joining me. And can you tell me how old are you and what grade are you in? Um, I'm 13 and I'm in the eighth grade. Can you tell me a little bit about how you end up in MS 247? Um, so I didn't really do the application. My mom just signed me up and just put me in the school. Do you have a background before you? No? Um, not really. I just, um, when I was two, I was born in Puerto Rico. Then when I, when I turned two, I came over here to the United States. And I've been living in Manhattan for the past couple of years. So how long is your trip to get here every day? Um, so it's from 30 to 45 minutes, um, depending on how fast the, uh, the bus is and the traffic that's in the streets. Yeah, true. So now can you tell me a little bit about how you feel now that you're leaving the school this year? Um, I feel great, but at the same time, I'm gonna miss all my teachers and how they supported me. It's gonna be a lot of work and I just gotta put in my best effort. Thank you guys for enjoying me in this podcast, how different students end up in MS 247. Back to you, Maya. Thanks, guys. Now it's time to go inside the game cabinet with Carlos and Alil. Welcome to the game cabinet, hosted by yours truly, Alil. In this segment, we'll be talking about, you guessed it, <laughs> cabinets. <laughs> All right, horrible jokes aside, if you haven't figured it out yet, we'll be talking about news in the gaming community. I don't know about you, but something that really catches my eye is virtual reality. VR is something that the gaming community acknowledges, but it's not really taken seriously. I think that's because there aren't any full games for VR. There are sandbox games, mini games, and whatever category VR chat is in. So when I found out there is a full story more VR game called Asgard's Wrath, I was really excited. Asgard's Wrath is a fantasy sword and sorcery game where you play as a minor Norse god doing errands for Loki that usually have you fighting two-headed giants. Sounds fun, right? It also has a full story mode. Very cool. Now to the most popular game in 2019, Fortnite. I personally don't like it that much. I mean, it's an okay game, but it definitely doesn't deserve all its hype. I know what I just said will get a lot of people mad. So here's one of those people, my good friend Carlos Mateo, to debate me on Fortnite. Hi, Carlos. Thanks, Leo, for having me here, man. Uh, no problem. So, uh, what do you like Fortnite, Carlos? Um, I like Fortnite because it's a game I can just play on a daily, regular basis compared to playing Black Ops 4 because I don't have um, PlayStation Plus. It's just a small game that I can play because it's free. Yeah. Alright, so, I don't really like Fortnite because it's not that original. Um, can you expand? So like they it's okay to borrow things from other games, like 
different premises, but you have to make it better, and you have to give some, like, you have to give some, like, credit to them. Um, but, but like, you can't, can't really argue with that, because, like, everybody just takes everything from different people, so, like, er, um, Fortnite's not the first person to do stuff like that. Like, people would take from different people's songs, like a different beat, and stuff like that. Right, but it's different, because they, maybe they make it better, or they put their own twist to it, or, you know... Or they just give credit. Um, people don't give credit sometimes, but like they try to twist it up sometimes. So, um, onto like the emotes, like the dances, it's usually take. It sometimes it's taken from uh, YouTube videos or um, a TV show. Like the default dance is taken from Scrubs, which is a TV show. So, yeah. Um, that is true, but I would like to um give back to. The Marshmallow event, which was one of the DJs, that one of the famous DJs in the world, and they made an emote for him, and they gave him credit to him. So, this was like right, but that's different because they did it together, and they they asked they asked if they could do that, and they, then they said yes. But all the other things that that doesn't atone for that, because they still haven't given credit. The closest thing they have done to that is for a YouTuber. We did the crazy dance, I think that's what it called, with the legs. What about the Millie Rock? Um, I did actually hear about that, where um, that artist actually reached out to Fortnite, and they're trying to see if the artist could go out to Fortnite, go to Epic Games, and try to collaborate with them, so then they can actually get the music. And then it's not our, it's not Fortnite's fault. It's the artist's fault to actually go out there and go to Fortnite and tell them that. We should put our song with our actual dance that we created. Right, but they still have to call it like what it's actually called and give credit to them. They still have to do that. Because if not, they're actually breaking the law technically. But that's the thing. That's why they named something else with different music because they didn't want to copyright. That's why they're not trying to get but any laws or between them. So then they won't get sued by the artist. But it's still the same dance. Also, um, the Black Boy JB, they totally ripped that off. Oh, uh, that's a pretty strong argument, but um, I can't really back myself up with that one. Right, so you can see that Fortnite pretty much is not original. Yeah, anybody can play Fortnite, doesn't matter like what age. Like, I'm not saying like, six year olds, five year olds should be playing it because they, they could if they have the accessibility to it but that's what games that's what makes the game so entertaining because it's animated it's not real life if you see real life people shooting at people with, with and it comes out with blood that's not going to be too entertaining but if you see animation it's going to come out more popular and more understanding for the little kids that's right. a, that's what they're trying to hit they're trying to get the audience of little kids and then as they're growing up they ki- little kids should not be ki- playing games where you're gathering a bunch of shooting weapons and killing each other for fun because that's what they're doing that's going to influence them and they, they use real guns real models of guns their real names so it should not be targeted toward kids that young so i i guess we both agree fortnite trash considering how you keep walking yourself into trap not really man mm, all I'm right let's agree playing. to disagree all right, man, let's keep it at that. <laughs> right. So that's it for the game cabinet today. Thank you, Carlos, for that.
Thanks, man, for having me. So now we're sending it back to Maya. Maya? Wow, that was a heated debate, Elio and Carlos. Now it's time for a sorry, I don't speak kid. Let's go to Sophia and Leah. Hello and welcome to the Sorry, I Don't Speak Kid segment of For Kids by Kids. My name is Sophia Trillin and I am joined with Leah Martinez here to explain slang words on the before and after meaning. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. So the first slang word I'll be doing is fire. What fire meant back then was that it's like a flame or giving you energy. What it means now is like, for example, your shoes are fire. They're basically trying to say that your shoes look cool. The next word is going to be tight. Tight back then meant close together or squeezing onto something. Tight now means mad, frustrated, or aggravated. For example, why are you so tight? The next slang word will be trash. What trash meant back then was that you're taking out the trash or throwing out the garbage. What it means now is like you're saying someone's bad or cruel or giving criticism. Leah, what do you think about trash, the expression trash? Do you think it should be used? Well, I honestly, I don't think that it should be used in a conversation because it's a, it's a very offensive word to say. Like, for example, if you're saying it to someone mainly, they would probably feel, they wouldn't show it outside, but they would probably feel offended inside. You wouldn't know how they actually feel. Okay, the next word is snack. Snack used to mean a small amount of food or like something to eat when you're hungry but not hungry for a large meal. But now snack is used as looking good or describing something good. So Sophia, how would you think snack would be used in a conversation? Snack could be used like, oh my god, you're looking like a snack today. So the third to last word will be thirsty. What thirsty meant back then was like you need water or something to drink. What it means now is that you really want something or for example, I'm thirsty for these sneakers. What that would mean is like you want this now or you want it eventually. The next word is going to be tripping. Tripping used to mean skidding, falling, skidding or falling, but now tripping means like acting crazy or being extra. Now, finally, for the moment Leah has especially been waiting for, yes. I will explain <laughs> what no cap means. But before I explain what no cap means, Leah, what do you think no cap means? Well, for me, at first, I thought that no cap means like no cap on a bottle, but there was another day that we were having a conversation and she bring up the word no cap. So I asked what it meant. She said, oh, let's wait till the segment. I got aggravated because I was waiting to find out for quite a while. I tried to get her to tell me, but she won't budge. But I finally get to find out now. So no cap used to mean no cap or cover on a bottle. But now no cap is used as no lie or like there's no other way to describe this but not a lie. So for example... That movie was awesome. No cap. Oh, how did I not know that? I've heard that in a conversation before. <laughs> oh my God, that's so sad. <laughs> that was this week's edition of Sorry, I Don't Speak Kid. I think it went really well. No cap. Back to Maya.
Thank you guys for listening to our segment ran by Leah, Sophia, Elil, Carlos, and Maddie. Special thanks to our producer, Frandison, and our assistant producer, Frandy Nunez. This is Maya Melchor, and you've been listening to 4Kids by Kids.